<laughs> okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I kind of knew we were going to say that for some reason. I don't feel like we've ever started the podcast with good ever. morning, good morning, ever. And I knew you were going to say it. That's weird. Whoa. Whoa. That means that we're aligning to see each other tomorrow. We are. Yes. We get to tomorrow's the day. <laughs> Punta Cana. We're, we're both like mid packing our spaces that we're sitting in are a disaster because we have disaster. everything thrown everywhere. Um, but yes. I'm excited. It's just like once you get on the plane. Then it's all, everything's okay once you get on the plane. But before that, it's like chaos, right? Like so much, so many things to do. Yeah. So (laughs) many things to cross off the list. I know you still got to get your nails done, trying to fit that in. I'm like, oh my gosh. pets to transfer. I got two dogs and a hamster that need to transfer and all the things. (laughs) Yeah. All the things. But it's going to be so great to be somewhere where you are. And um, I'm just so looking forward to it. Um, yeah. So we're recording early. We're on the ball again. Doesn't happen a lot, but we're on the ball because we we're going to be gone. So, um, we actually have a guest today that I'm very excited about. We have Mel Pierce on the podcast. So welcome Mel. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. And I, so I'm just going to have you jump in and introduce yourself. Tell us what it is that you do. Sure. I am a professional certified life coach and I work do a lot of work with parents and I'll explain why in a little bit, but I'm also a prolific writer. I am a speaker and I am out really working on delivering the message to parents and helping parents understand like how their kids' brains work and also how their own brains work. Mm-hmm. And so the whole idea is that we as adults, I work with so many people and have to work on rewiring their brains later in life. So I do a lot of that. And I really want to help parents learn these tools, specifically the tools of how to work with their own brains to make the most out of it, make the most out of their lives, and then teach those tools to their kids at a younger age. So we don't end up with kids that are having the same struggles that we've had. And in the end, it helps make parenting so much easier too. I mean, that's definitely one of the side benefits there. Yeah. I love that. I think it's also like, it's, we always talk about ending generational things, but like, how cool would it be to like, start this new generational thing of like mindset and better choices and better patterns to set yourself up for success? Exactly. And I keep saying, I mean, imagine a new generation of emotionally healthy and happy kids that grow up learning these tools and knowing how to handle things, how to think about adversity, how to be resilient, how to handle failure, all of those things just from a young age. Yeah, because I think it's really the opposite, sadly, right now, you know, what the world looks like. My my coach, she started out teaching like how to regulate nervous system in like elementary schools. And I think like what an amazing tool to have as a child right? Like we're having to learn all of this as adults and, you know, later in life. And I think that, wow, like what, 
the world would look so different if our kids had these tools, you know, starting off. Right. Well, and I also, I mean, I do work to get out in the schools and to help them learn these tools as well, teachers and all of that. But in the same aspect, our kids are only there for a limited time. Right. And so that's why, to me, it's so important for the parents to learn these types of tools because our kids are with us all the time. They watch what we do. Yeah. And yeah. so it's more important, less what we're telling them, more what we are living. Yeah. So I know you kind of, we previously, um, and you were kind of introducing us to this concept of living from neutral and parenting yes. from neutral. So can you kind of explain to us what that means exactly? Yes. I'm going to back up just a little bit. Okay. So to give you a little background, because it's going to help make a little more sense here. It starts with the whole idea that honestly, our thoughts matter. Our thoughts yeah. are really important. And there are so many things that we think <laughs> are just so our, our truth, right? When all reality, they're just a thought that our brain is offering us. And the one thing that I try to explain early up front is our brains can't tell the difference between real and imagined or past, present, and future. Mm. So when we have a thought, right, our brains, and so I want you to just imagine that you take a lemon. Imagine you have a lemon in your hand. It is cut in half. It is juicy. It's The juice is running down the side. And when you take it up to your nose, you know how sometimes citrus that get the effervescence mm -hmm. gets up into your nose, yep. like that happens. Now imagine that you take a lick, right? Can you feel your mouth starting to water? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> our brains can't tell the difference. Mm -hmm. So when we have a thought, our body just reacts. And so we all tend to think that what we are observing around us, right? We we have thoughts. They're just our thoughts are a reflection of what we're seeing, where in all reality, it's the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And what we are thinking determines what we will see. Right. Yeah. So we're seeing it all and thinking it's truth, but you don't have, right. you don't have to believe everything you think. Right. Right. And we also have a filter that happens. So you know how you've lost your phone, you sit down your phone somewhere and then you walk around saying, I can't find my phone. I can't find my phone. Yep. And, but then you get distracted and you turn around and your phone is on the table and you walked by it like five times mm -hmm. or you're talking on it. Right. Yeah. You're thinking, I can't find it. Yeah. But yeah. as soon as you get distracted and you stop thinking that I can't find it, all of a sudden there it is. Mm. And what happens is because you're in a place of I can't find it, I, you won't even see it. Your brain will filter it out. Wow. And so that's that filter that happens. And so this is another thing that I teach parents. Like I'm really, really careful of I don't know. Mm-hmm. So when you say, I don't know, when your kids say, I don't know, when you say, I don't know, your brain shuts down. Like, okay, you don't know. It stops even trying to find solutions. Mm -hmm. Wow. So our brains are just so much more powerful than we are aware of. And the other piece is we also have this negativity bias mm -hmm. genetically coded in us. Yeah. Okay. It's there. And that basically we are wired to look for danger. We are wired to see the negative because that is how our caveman ancestors survived. Mm, yeah. And so we always see that first. 
But then when we have that thought, right? So you have one, we've got a filter going on, that negative filter, those negative thoughts. So for example, I mean, if you think about something happens with your kids, they aren't doing what you want them to or this, and you start having these thoughts of, oh, they're so frustrating. Why do they always do this? Why can't they just listen? Why can't they just cooperate? Right? We have all these thoughts that naturally come up. But then as those thoughts, we have those thoughts, I want you to imagine the feelings that come up in your body, mm-hmm. right? All of a sudden, it's like that having, like, literally, I can feel just thinking that I can feel like my blood pressure rise mm-hmm. a little bit, my shoulders get closer to my ears, mm-hmm. all that happens. Now, it can be your kids. It can be your boss. It can be your spouse or your partner. It can be your coworker. Like, it doesn't matter. Things happen and we put a meaning on it. We put a judgment to it. We have thoughts about it, which then makes us feel a certain way. But then we act from those feelings. Mm -hmm. So I say to parents, I said, imagine how it is that you are acting when you're frustrated, right? You're short-tempered, you move into command and demand mode, and you start just telling them exactly what to do, right? Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, you're not asking questions. You're not listening. You're not patient. You're not present for the most part because you're running, your mind is on a loop and you're off in your own head. Yeah. Right. So that's when we're least effective. Mm-hmm. And so the hard part is all of these things just tend to, something comes up and we, we find ourselves up here. We find ourselves, we're, we can't parent. We can't work. We're not being the best wife, sister, daughter, mom, whatever role it is we are in when we are in that emotional reactive space. Okay. At that point, I call it, we literally, I put my hand in the back of my head, but we're in our our monkey survival brain Mm -hmm. and the monkey survival brain only knows how to fight, flight, or freeze. That's it. Mm Going to fight back, going to run away or going to shut down. And so how do we then get back to a place where we can respond more like we want to respond, parent like we want to parent, show up at work or, or right? Yeah. With our spouse, however we want to parent. And when we are in that place of frustration, trying to imagine showing up as our most then calm self is next to impossible. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't, you just can't get there from here. <laughs> Two yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. But what do you do in those moments when you're there and you find yourself over here and you want to come back? And that's the whole point of living from neutral that I talk about. And it's three steps. I try to make it as easy as A, B, C. And that first step is literally just taking a minute and adding space. A, just add space. Pause. (laughs) Victor Frankl, who is, uh, he wrote The Meaning of Man. Okay. He was a Holocaust survivor mm-hmm. and he realized that, I mean, when he was in the concentration camps, like they had every single thing taken away from him, but he realized that they couldn't control what he was thinking or how he reacted. Mm-hmm. And so he had a quote, like in, bes- in between, oh, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember exactly, mm-hmm. but in between basically what happens in your reaction, there's a space. And in that space lies all of your power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. Right? Mm-hmm. So in that A section, if you can just add space and pause, mm-hmm. right? 
Then is B. B is breathe. Our breath is the one tool that we have with us in every single moment to help calm our nervous systems. And I always tell my, everyone I work with, I'm like, literally put your hand on your heart Mm -hmm. and take a deep breath, right? When you put your hand on your heart, your body naturally releases a dose of oxytocin. And that helps calm and regulate your nervous system. And then that breath too, it helps calm the amygdala, which is your emotional reaction in your brain. So it's just like A, add space, take a deep breath, and C is choose a different thought. Yeah. All right. And I tell people, I'm like, have, you know what, prepare ahead of time. Have one handy because when you're in that moment, it is going to be really hard to come up with something like, and so if you get to that point and your thought may be, how can I best handle this right now? How can I best support myself and show up as in my best self right now? Mm-hmm. And so it may be a question to help shift that filter up here. So in that C, choose a different thought. That is the piece where, again, if you have a question ahead of time and you're asking that question, like, how can I best show up right now? How can, what is my best response right now? Mm-hmm. So that will help your brain shift that filter from out of the fight or flight. And because when you ask yourself a question, your brain will automatically work on starting to find an answer. Mm -hmm. So if you can ask a question in that space, how can I best show up? How can I change things? That will help. And also, but with parents, a lot of times I'll just have them ahead of time, like know that your child would if they could. Mm, yeah. So a lot of times when they are emotionally reacting, they're in their, they've lost access to that part of the brain that controls. They are in their fight, flight, or freeze, and they can't. I love that. They so it's not the, that they yeah. won't cooperate. It's that they can't at the moment. Mm-hmm. So just having different thoughts ready, but literally that's that A, B, C. And if you can get yourself back to that space, so it's not that you all of a sudden are your Zen space. All you've done is bring yourself back to neutral. So you're not trying to get to some positive, happy, you know, my most calm, patient self. You're just trying to take the frustration edge off yeah, and get to neutral. So then you can be more effective in the moment. That makes so much sense. So I good. love that. They would if they could. <laughs> and you don't, we're not always thinking that because we're frustrated. We're just like, right. listen, you know, you've done it before. I know you can do this. You know, you just get so frustrated in the moment. Um, so I'm wondering, I've heard some um, just through my own coaching certification. I, I remember one of the tools was like to use an opposing thought, but like how important is it to make the thought believable? Do you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm like in a if I'm with my husband and he's being the most annoying person I've ever met in my life and I'm thinking he's annoying and I try to change my thought to <laughs> he's not annoying at all. Like, is my brain going to believe that? No, your brain's totally not going to believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I will give you three little words mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you can do. Yeah. Okay. And that is he's annoying right now because your brain's going to be like, yes, he's really, really annoying right now. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm. Love that. Okay. 
Do you see how that just takes the edge off? That's so good because I never could understand like how the opposing thought, it's so unbelievable when you're in that, in that, you know, I don't know when you're, you're so much believing what you're thinking in the moment that an opposing thought like that, the opposite thought just doesn't seem like it could be helpful to me. I love that. And that's okay. Right. And a lot of it is honestly, the more it's, it's the idea of the more you resist something, it persists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you were trying to get to an opposing thought, you're resisting what is Mm -hmm. right. And this is where it's like, but if you can just drop the resistance a little bit, then it's like, because when you're resisting what is, you're trying to roll upstream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. When you drop the resistance, it's like you're lifting the oars. And then the, the current just naturally turns the boat around and takes you downstream again. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and that's okay. That's like literally holding space. <laughs> like he's super annoying right now and that's okay. Right? And that's like okay. it just, Okay. I it's so my poor husband. He's the sweetest man, and I, I'm always, he, I'm always he like, is. he's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he's so annoying. He always has a good day. He's always just, nice to me. <laughs> How annoying! <laughs> he's always so nice, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. But, but I do really love that simplicity because, you know, for us, we're always like, listen, like God made everybody perfectly in His image, and how dare we think, oh, he's so annoying? It's almost kind of like that, you know. Um, But instead of also trying to, or instead of then making yourself feel guilty for having these feelings, that keeps kind of everything at neutral, right? It's like, okay, it's annoying and that's that's okay. okay. That's okay. Or honestly, of course he is. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, so am I. (laughs) Three more words. (laughs) We We all have our moments, right? And same with our kids. Like they're not cooperating right now. You know what? Of course they're not. Of course they're not. Right when I need them to. They would have been good. That's so comforting. Of course they're not. And that's okay. And that's okay. I love that. And that's okay. Yeah. I do too. And and remembering they would if they could. Because it's so true. Like you can't figure out why they're not doing the thing. But they would if they could. And so they just can't. And you know, like we know ourselves. Like sometimes you just can't show up the way you want to. Right? Like you're just in a mood or something's going on. And you would if you could. But you can't. Right. So giving them that same grace that we're looking for ourselves. Exactly. When that survival brain kicks in, it those are the moments that, like I said, we end up in commander demand. Mm. Like we end up just moving. That's what happens to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens to our kids? It happens to us. It happens to other people. And you know when it's happened. So the key is like, uh, honestly, trying to catch it ahead of time, starting to recognize some of the patterns, like when does this happen? Mm-hmm. And yeah. can I catch it before the train goes off the tracks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I see it happening. And in that moment, can I practice the ABC to bring myself back? Yeah, that's and so I, yeah, I work with a lot of children with like ADHD and sensory processing and, you know, emotional and behavioral needs. And, you know, 99 times out of 100, these kids are getting it specifically from their moms because either they're with their mom all of the time or the mom is the one that can actually control their emotions and they're flying off the handle all the time. And it's like, well, how in the world do you expect them to act? You know, like look at how you're modeling for, for the reaction or the action or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and then of course, like food, do as I say, not as I do doesn't work very well in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me, I'm thinking of like when back in the time when Jonathan and I first met and it was like, we had three boys that were basically all the same age. And it was like after school till bedtime was like, I would just dread that time of the day every single day, you know, like it was like, it would just as well-intentioned as I would be, it would just end in chaos. Someone's fighting. I'm mad. Jonathan walks through the door. I'm like mad at him for just, I don't know, for, I don't know why, just because I'm like so stressed from the kids and like to have, to have had tools would have been so helpful because I was just like, felt like I was drowning, like treading water was, you know, was how I was getting through it. And none of us were happy. We were all miserable. The kids were miserable. They're always grounded, which I don't even know what that meant because then I would just like, they wouldn't <laughs> leave me alone. So I would let them do what they wanted to do. And, um, you know, it was just kind of a disaster. So having those tools yeah. would have been so helpful. Yeah. I, no, I agree. And that's what, honestly, I, these are a couple of the tools mm-hmm. I have. Hey, I call it the parent confident parenting toolbox. I have a whole toolbox full. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> All stuff like these. And, and honestly, cause unfortunately most of our parenting instincts are wrong. Take us down the road. Like the things that will help are actually counterintuitive to our natural reactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We naturally have these thoughts. We are naturally programmed from how we were raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but when you can work to get beyond these and you have more tools in your toolbox, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It helps so much. It changes. That's honestly, that's why I'm here. I'm like, life can get so much easier. Just trust me. It really can. It really does. Yeah. And it's so important. I mean, Steph and I are just such huge proponents proponents of like doing the work and hiring coaches, going to counseling, like doing all these things for yourself to just become the best version of you and start showing up in the world. Like you would want to show up in the world, you know, like whether that's parenting or in your marriage or in your, you know, relationships or in your business or whatever that looks like. So I love that you, you have tools for all of those things. It's not just specific to parenting. You help people with their businesses. In fact, we're hoping to have you on one of our team calls, um, soon. And I know you've been helping my sweet friend, Sarah. Um, she said, the most wonderful things about you. It was hilarious. I don't think she would mind me sharing, but one day we had a team call and she just messaged me right after. And she's like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. And this is, and I was like, oh gosh, like I hadn't listened to it. It was like over an hour. I was somewhere in an appointment and I got back on and I'm like, okay, well, what specifically, like, are you feeling which part of it made you feel that way? And she's like, oh, I just had a session with my life coach right after and I'm fine now. I'm good. Like we can continue. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, basically it was like whatever you guys have to say doesn't matter, but as long as she's got the information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's third, all good. it all third comes down. Yeah, it, it really all comes down to what you think. Really Honestly, awesome. about your business, about your kids, about your <laughs> your partner, like all the different things. And having someone outside of you that can help just help you notice the thoughts and help you get a little more neutral about them. So then you can choose to think what it is. And sometimes you want to choose to be angry. You want to choose to be like, you feel justified in your frustration. Yeah, for sure. Well, this was incredible. And I feel like there are so many other things that we could talk about. Yeah. Um, (laughs) However, I want to make sure that all of the nuggets are here just in case. And so, um, 
Thank you so, so much. And can you um, let people know how they can find you? I think that this is just something, you know, we're always trying to get people to get unstuck, to activate their life, to move forward. You know, we are really also prime examples of like, you know, we have been through it. We have shared so much of our journey um, and our past on this podcast. And, um, you know, these are some really, really great tools that people, everybody could use, whether it is parenting or their business or whatever. So, um, yeah, if you don't mind letting people know how they can find you. Yes, um, absolutely. So I am, um, my website, it's just my name. It's Mel, M-E-L, Pierce. P-E-I-R-C-E dot com. And yes, it is spelled backwards. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. And so if you go there, there is a place um, to one, and I'll send you a link as a special link to sign up for my Confident Parenting Community. But in general, I really recommend that people get, um, join my email community, essentially. I write prolifically. And so I share tools and strategies and all of that. I write articles weekly. And so you'll get that weekly article of whatever. Right now I am writing about overwhelm (laughs) and tools to help with that. So um, that's an example. I also do workshops. And so you'll get, uh, you'll know when my workshops are coming up. And then um, I send out encouragement emails as well to parents because you know what? We all have those days. Yeah. (laughs) I had one yesterday. So it's like, what do you do when you make a mistake? Here you go. You know, I'm real. And so yeah. those encouragement emails. And then on Instagram, I am melpierce.coach. So that's where I am there. I have videos <laughs> that I put up. So that is there. You can also line up. Um, if you have any questions, you're wondering what coaching what it would be like to coach me and what that would look like. I also, on my website, there's a a link to just line up a call with me and it's a free half hour chat. We can get on the phone. And if you have been stuck and not able to change, we will figure out exactly why. Love it. So we will figure out what has been holding you up and what does need to change. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be like you're in your car trying to have your foot on the gas, but you'll have your foot on the brake at the same time. So we'll figure out what's causing your foot to be on the brake so you can move forward and where you want to go. I love that. So, so good. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on with us today. Um, I'm sure we would love to have you on also another time. And um, yeah, we are just so thankful and we'll see all of you guys um, have a great week. Happy Monday, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Mel. Thank you. That's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.